Tony. Brother Bob been doing such a wonderful, wonderful, uh, we say it, use the word job because that's about the only thing I think of right now, uh, teaching on prophecy. And uh, so he's having a little problem with his voice because of uh, uh, some medication that didn't have the right effect upon him. They're supposed to make you healthy being able to jump over the moon and everything, you know. And you find out you have to crawl over the door sill. Amen. Psalm 34 and verse 19. This is something I looked at a few weeks ago and filed it away. And when he said what he said to me, well, we'll try. So that's what you're getting this morning is a try. So the Lord will have to add anything that's a blessing to you. does anyway. Many are the affliction of the righteous. Now I understand that word many means more than probably five. Many. 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 Many are the affliction of the righteous. And we take that word affliction uh, in this position or a reference to a persecution or a, or a struggle or uh, something of that nature. Many are those for you. Many are the affliction. And what makes those troubles uh, so hard for us to endure is a thing called patience, the lack of them. Amen. There's a great need of grace for our affliction. A great need. Proverbs 18 14, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. But a wounded spirit, who can bear it? Who can bear it? A wounded spirit, who can bear it? Boy, I tell you, they, there's some things in life that's hard to take, aren't they? They really are. Don't ever, don't ever look at somebody when they're having a hard time and, and, and lightly, lightly say things about it. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You don't know. Neither do I. Lord, remember David and all, all his affliction. David, he wants God to be with him in all of his affliction. Acts 7 and 10, and delivered him out of all his affliction, and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and made him governor over e Egypt and all his house. So we find here that affliction had brought Joseph to the place of honor. He would have never got there had it not been affliction. He'd have never. Amen. Acts 20 and 23, save that the Holy Ghost witnessed in every city, saying, bonds and affliction Abide with me. But he said, none of these things move me. That I just want to preach the gospel. Colossians 1 and 24. Who now rejoices in my suffering for you. And fill up that which is behind in the afflictions of Christ in my flesh. For his body's sake, which is the church. 
Amen. Paul said, my affliction is because of the church. Amen. First uh, Thessalonians 3 and 3, that no man should be moved by these afflictions. Because you yourself, are, you're pointed to some too, you know that. Amen. And uh, Paul tells us in 2 Timothy, but uh, be thou partakers of the affliction of the gospel. The gospel. Amen. Has affliction with it. That's not what a lot of people preach, but that's what you find out, isn't it? Amen. 2 Timothy 3 and 10, but uh, thou hast fully known my doctrine and manner of life and purpose and faith and long-suffering, charity and patience, persecution, affliction, which came to me at Antioch, and Iconium, and Elystra, with what persecution I endured, out of them all the Lord has delivered me. There you got it. That's what you've been waiting on, for the Lord to deliver Yay! And all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. It's better to have affliction than to be deceived. All right? Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 5. But watch thou in all things endure affliction. Do the work of the evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 32. But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated you endured a great fight of affliction. A great fight. Amen. A great fight here means you had a severe struggle. Amen. You had a severe time to suffer. Amen. How do we meet affliction? Amen. Well, I'll tell you what. It takes more than fortune to meet affliction. It takes more than resources. Amen. Affliction befall the best of men, the best of women. Amen. Hallelujah. They've often, Dad would tell us about A.J. Kennedy. How many remembers him telling us about A.J. Kennedy, the pastor uh, uh, down at uh, uh, Raven? And, and, uh, and Dad would tell us how that uh, he, he would suffer and, and fast until he only had, I don't remember what, how many Sundays he had at the old church down there. It was community church. Different uh, uh, people had uh, the, uh, uh, were able to use that facility and, and when he come his Sunday, Dad said that when he'd go in the pulpit, he had fasted and was so weak that he'd have to lean up in the pulpit to do anything. But you remember what he said? He said the rest of them could preach sermons and long sermons and do a whole lot of things. But he said, hey, Brother A.J. would walk in the pulpit and say, oh, glory to God. <laughs> he said, the power of God fall." Hallelujah. Affliction. Amen. Righteous men. Good men. Virtuous people. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. God knows what he's doing. Righteous or virtuous sometimes draws upon itself the hatred of the bad. Amen. The hatred of the evil. Amen. But thank God. God's able to help us. Amen. Why are 
the righteous afflicted. Why are they? Amen. The affliction of the righteous. Amen. Because it distinguishes them separate than any other people in the world. Amen. The advantage that comes to us in our times of suffering and affliction, they produce a great advantage to you by those things. Amen. The righteous man's support and under his affliction, amen, is uh, what enables him to break the fort of the opposing powers and stand firm with a constant mind, amen, is to have God's love deep in our heart, amen. Affliction tend to promote self-knowledge by leading to a serious and faithful self-examination. Amen. Affliction tends to soften us and humble our mind. Affliction tends to provoke and to strut in righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Afflictions. Amen. They come to us without with desire or, or anything of that nature. Sometimes amen, we're, it seems like we're not improved by those afflictions. But afflictions are often means that bring the soul to God in a special way. Amen. Hallelujah. Our present state of being in a state of trial or a school of virtue, affliction, indicate, amen, God has a desire for something deep in our being. The afflictions, amen, of heaven are never sent, amen, but by merciful intention. Not out of anger, not out of judgment, but God, no, sir, but out of his goodness, out, amen, of his merciful disposition do those affliction come, amen. It's like putting a man on that, uh, uh, putting a vessel on the potter's uh, wheel, Amen. God knows that he's going to make you better. Amen. Hallelujah. Suffering has a tendency to correct, amen, us in our character, our being, our thoughts. Amen. Misfortune and affliction will appear. Amen. But I want to tell you when they do come, they don't come without God. You're not there without God. Amen. God is in the arraignment. God's looking on and God is with you. Could I hear you say amen? Amen. Although affliction cometh forth not out of dust, amen, neither does trouble spring out of the ground. Yet man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. Amen. Eliphaz here. He's uh, got something to say to Job about his suffering and his trial. But afflictions are sent and they're disposed and they're directed. But thank God they're managed by heaven. And they're guided by the providence of God. The almighty God has them in under hand. Every man shares, amen, in public calamities. Amen. We're not exempt from crosses. Amen. And so our afflictions are under the consideration of God. God, the infinite wisdom and justice and mercy. Amen. 
when the best of men are afflicted. Hallelujah. Amen. The shortness and the verity of human life. The description of the shortness of our life. Hallelujah. It brings us to a place where, boys, I'll tell you what. The count, they made those counters. Have you noticed lately they, they run faster? It, 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 have you bought a clock lately and that thing runs faster? Amen. <laughs> Brother Keith, mine run real fast. Amen. Somebody said you're just as old as you think. You're just old as that clowner tells you. I'll tell you, that's how old you are. There ain't no need to make funny stories about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Behold, happy is the man whom God corrected. Therefore, despise not the chastening of the Almighty. Amen. Job said, for he maketh sore, he bindeth up, he woundeth, and his hands make whole. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen. Job 6 and 2. Oh, that my grief were thoroughly weighed and my calamity laid in the balance together. Now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea. Therefore my words are swallowed up. For the hours the Almighty are within me. The poison whereof it drinketh up my spirit. The turn of God to set himself in array against me. Amen. Wait just a minute, boy. That's all bad, isn't it? Listen, verse 6 says, Can that which is unsavory be eaten without salt? Now, now he's just not giving us a, a, a school on how to, how to prepare our food. He's told you all these bad things that come to you, and then he makes this suggestion to you. Can that which is unsavory be eaten without salt? Can you take affliction without salt? That's what he's trying to tell us here. Listen to what he says now. Or is there any taste of the white of egg? The things that my soul refuses to touch are as my sorrowful meat. Amen. Afflictions are very unsavory. Affliction, amen, are, are they're just... They're, I don't care what you say. Amen. You got to have some salt. You've got to have the grace of God to stand your affliction. Amen. The salt of affliction, amen, is patience. Patience. Hallelujah. Amen. It will make a royal dish if you put salt. But if not, amen, we... Glory, the apostle said, we glory in tribulation. We put salt in it. We, we, Lord God, amen. They, I don't know what in the world they'd have to do to liver to make me like it. They'd have to do a whole lot of things. You'd have to put more than onions and peppers. And I know some of you love it, but I, 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 I know Ralph too. Don, it takes a whole lot of preparation for me to eat a piece of liver. Anybody else in here loves liver like I do? Salt! I'm going to tell you, we are living in a world of trouble. 
You live in a world that will persecute you. I'm going to tell you. Amen. Friends, the best friends you got sometimes will just cut you to the bone. Friends sometimes will leave you out naked in the wilderness, in the hot burning desert. Amen. Death Valley. Boy, I'll tell you what. I don't want to even go through that thing on a on an air-conditioned coach, much less, amen, out there in affliction, amen. you got to have God. We've got to have God to stand the pressure of this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To uh, uh, promote our spiritual improvement, we've got to have some salt. Amen. These are afflictions that so severe. Amen. And people that uh, give up and die and under affliction. Amen. And, and pass away. It's a test of your sincerity. Amen. Hallelujah. So they are two. Went until they came to Bethlehem. And it came to pass that when they came to Bethlehem. That all in the city was moved about them. And they said. Is this Naomi? And, they, and, and she said to them, Call me not Naomi, for I'm Myra, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord had brought me home again empty. But he did bring home. Let's get, let's get it just right. He did bring her back home. Amen. And she went out empty and brought back home. Amen. And what's God going to do to her now? He's brought her back home. Leave her over in the corner. Shut her down. Do not know. We got a queen here. I said we got a queen here. Amen. Just because you've had affliction, been knocked down, knocked out. Amen. Wait a minute. It's not over, Naomi. Jesse will be born. Hallelujah. There'll be a King David. And there'll be a Savior. Thank God. In your time of affliction, God brings things that you'll never think to pass. That never would come to pass. Amen. And so Naomi, that signifies pleasant, now is bitter. Amen. But there is a fullness. I want you to get this. Please get this. There is a fullness for believers. Amen. Of which... Can never be emptied. You might think that you've been emptied. You might think it took everything out of it. But there's something that God put in you. That affliction, destruction will not take out. It'll stay there. It's God in your life. That's what it is. It's the eternal God in your soul. Thank God he'll go with you in your affliction. Amen. Hallelujah. The cup of affliction is bitter. It's a bitter cup, but it's from God. Sometimes dirty hands bring it to you. Sometimes it's mean faces that brings it to you. But does the plowman plow all day to sow? Doth he open and break the clods of the ground? When he has made plain the face there oft does he cast in his pitches and scatter the cummings and the principal wheat and the appointed barley and the rice in their place. Amen. Bread corn is bruised. It's like plow. Affliction is like plowing. 
Amen. And when that plow breaks that sod, that furrow, the fallow ground, and he works it, and he works it, and when he gets it right, he puts in seed. And then when he puts in the seed in your life, and then it comes to harvest, and it, you think it's all over then. No, here comes the bruising. Here comes a time now. Now is a time that you're really going to be valuable. You're going to be bruised. Amen. But in your bruising, hallelujah, amen, the affliction and the threshing brings forth the bread. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Amen. If you're ever valuable to this world, you'll be plowed. Amen. And then you'll be threshed. And then they'll bruise the corn. Amen. And then they'll make fire. <laughs> Wait a minute here. But after a while, well, after a while, amen, it's going to be life for somebody. It's going to be sustenance for somebody. Amen. So it's necessary that we go through tri tribulation and affliction. Amen. Now Romans 5 and 3 said, Not only so, but we glory in tribulation, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience and experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. Trouble, they come like sparks out of a furnace. Affliction, amen, come right out, look like right out of the earth where you didn't expect it, where you wasn't looking for it, amen, the school of the cross, the school, amen, of light, hallelujah, amen, Judges chapter 8, verse 16, and he took the elders of the city and thorns of the wilderness and briars, and with them he taught the men of Sikorth. He straightened them out, didn't he, with briars. I feel like a few times God just straightened me out with briars. Amen. Uh, Randall, he tells, his mother would start to whip him. And uh, she'd say, all right, come here, I'm going to give you a whipping. He'd say, mama, mama, please don't use that old spatula on me. Whatever you do, use, use a belt, use a switch, but don't, don't, don't use that old spatula on me. Please, Mama, and he said, I'd cry. Please don't use that old spatula on me. He, she said, he said she'd grab that old spatula and start beating on him. He said, I had a hard time standing there and keep from laughing. I was begging her all the time, please don't get a switch. Amen. But there's a few times God got a switch for this boy. Amen. Hallelujah. How does this profit us? What is the profit in it? I'll tell you what it is. It's a quickening us to prayer. It brings us to prayer. I read this and I wrote it down and I hope you like it. Jonah slept in the ship, but he prayed in the belly of the whale. Sometimes we, we sleep in our pleasures, but boy, we'll play, pray. We'll learn to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord in trouble. Thou hast visited me. Thou hast poured out a prayer when thy chastening was upon me. Amen. I, I, got, to, I got to work and pray. Amen. 
Hallelujah. I prayed. I want you to listen. I want you to listen to this. I pray that the Lord will help me right now. The only refuge from despair. Francis Thompson wrote it. And if you have any history of Francis Thompson, you know that he wrote that Hounds of Hell and, and all those great poems. And this is what he said. Nothing begins and nothing ends that is not paid with a moan. For we are born in others' pain and perish in our own. And it is set good against evil. And the only thing to save your reason, your honor, and your soul is to trust in God. And Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I'll maintain my own way before him. Amen. All sparks fly upward. I would seek unto God. And unto God would I commit my cause. Lord, grant us will to trust thee with such an aim of hope and passion, craving of desire, that we may mount and aspire. Still while we mount, rejoicing in thy name. Amen. Affliction may make us unhappy, but they'll make us safe. They'll make us safe. The storm drives a ship into the harbor. And the blessing that drives us to our Heavenly Father and will drive us to heaven, amen, is affliction. The thing that will drive you to glory is affliction. Not the affliction merit glory, no. But they prepare us for glory. We couldn't receive glory unless we've been through affliction and trouble and sorrow and anguish. You can never, you can never mount those steps. Affliction will take you to paradise. Amen. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. I'll arise and go to my father, said the prodigal son, because affliction had found him and drove him to his father. For our light affliction, which is for a moment, worketh for us a far more an exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Amen. Affliction. Affliction. Amen. Brings the glory. Oh, that old rugged cross, stained with blood so divine, has a wondrous attraction for me. For twice that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and to sanctify me. Amen. Behold, Isaiah 48 and 10. I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in a furnace of affliction. Afflictions are temporary. Amen. But the glory is eternal. One is for a moment, and the other is everlasting. Amen. What it is to suffer affliction. Probably the, some of the greatest words that uh, 
uh, that were ever, ever spoken. We find it uh, from uh, uh, David Bernard, or Brainerd, David Brainerd. He said, uh, the greatest affliction is uh, not finding the affliction of sin, but that which encourages a war to go on. He said, I bored with a poor Scotchman. His wife talks scarcely in any English. My diet consists mostly of hastily pudding and boiled corn and baked bread baked in ashes and sometimes a little meat and sometimes a little butter. My, my bed is a sprawl laid on some boards and I lodge in it at night. He said, my work is exceeding hard and difficult. I have to travel on foot for miles and miles to get to the Indians. And he said, I bear not a scene, an English person in months. And he said, these uncomfortable circumstances and all these things that attend to me, the distress is so exceeding that I scarcely know your feel and to entertain uh, in any manner whatsoever. But he said the blessing of it is that God saves those Indians and puts them in his church. That's it. That's it. There's where it's at. There's where it's at. If your affliction, hallelujah, if your affliction brings you to the place where souls are saved, amen, hallelujah, if it brings you to the place, amen, where God can use you, amen, hallelujah, glory, amen. When God comes in our source trial and our affliction, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean to say this to, to you know, but I'm going to say it a few weeks ago. It ain't been too many weeks ago. It was this thing, is that thing. That person and that person. Them and that. Those and it. That, it. Until my mind was a swinging around. Lord God have mercy. Have I come down now where I'm frail and have to deal with all these silly things? Can I use the word stupidity? This stupidity. And this worldly mind, and the thing that bothers me worst of all is people are so hard-hearted. I think that's what that bothers me worse than everything. I mean, I mean, you could do something wrong to somebody, but you know, if you, if you if you don't understand what you're doing, but if you understand what you're doing and then apply the pressure, it looks like that you you're getting something out of it. That's where it's wrong. That's where it's evil. That's where it's bad. That's why I, I don't know how to enter into that. So there's only one thing. God, if you don't give me the mind of Christ, this boy has gone crazy. Anybody ever get there? That's where I was. That's where I prayed too. God, I'm going to go crazy. Amen. If you don't give me a sound mind and give me the mind of Christ, I can't think like this world. I can't respond to these crazy things. Would you do something for me? 
Shut up and pray. You're going to have to suffer. And it's the way you suffer that brings the victory. You're going to have to suffer for other people. People that, that love you that really don't understand you. That's, that's, one of the, that's one of the things that, it, you know, when, when, they, when they put it to you, and they really don't understand they're putting it to you. Yeah, bad. I mean, when they use red-hot pokers, they're red-hot pokers. I mean, you can say, oh, glory to God, oh, glory to God, if you want to, but it's still a red-hot poker. And, yeah, bad. You say it's soon going to pass away. Well, it ain't passed away, and you're still feeling it. You're going to have to have God in a special way. Amen. Can I hear you say, man? You know, if, if you've never advanced until you can pray for your enemies, you're going to have bad, bad trouble all your life. And you're going to be bitter, bitter all your life. If you don't, never, never get to the place Lord, would you bless Sister Mary and uh, Uncle Bill. And uh, Lord, would you help uh, Aunt Jane. And and, uh, and Spirit of the Lord said, why didn't you pray for her husband? I didn't want to. I want to see him get what he needed to get to straighten him out. But that does not fix it. And it never will fix it. And, and if, if, if I'm the last person in the world to get up here and tell me to tell you that it's easy. Does anybody, has anybody ever found out how it's easy? Brother Calvin, for you uh, to work hard, spend your life and your labor, and, 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 and bring resources for them and then give it to them. Then they throw it away and be mean to you at the same time. You can't do that unless God, unless God, unless you get a hold of God in a special way. And, and I found that that's, that's the only way that it really changes people's lives out there that I didn't like to pray for. I didn't mind praying for their wife or their husband, Brother Dad, but I sure didn't want to pray for them. <laughs> I didn't get any victory, and they didn't get any help until I learned to pray for my enemies. And they've never given me an award yet. I don't think I've ever got, you know, any, any, any letters of, uh, uh, that I've, I've really done a good job at it. Heaven's never sent nothing like that to me. But uh, if, if, if we can in this hour, people have lost their, they have lost their faith in God. And they've lost their ability to believe the Bible. And they've lost their desire to worship the true God. And they've lost their desire to suffer in it all and here we are facing the end time now I know you're going to go to heaven I, 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 I believe that you're going to go to heaven as much as you're sitting there I really do I, 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 have, I have no problem 
with believing that James Horner will go to heaven. I don't have that problem. I don't have any problem believing that uh, Brother William Breeding will go to heaven. I don't have any problem with that. But the thing that's bothered me is my great-grandchildren and your children. They ain't going to make it. Are you listening to me? They're not going to make it unless somebody, somebody is willing to take up the cross and follow Jesus. Unless somebody is willing to suffer. We never had a revival. We have never had a revival. Had uh, the revivals that we had great from the time I got saved up until the 80s. We had revivals all the time. I mean, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about a series of, uh, of uh, preaching, but we had revivals all the time. People were getting saved. People got saved. It, it, it was amazing to me uh, that, uh, that uh, uh, Dad would, he, I'd, he'd call me and say, we're going to start a revival at, at uh, Antioch. And I said, who's called us? He said, ain't nobody. The Lord's dealing with me. And uh, I said, Dad? He said, son, don't worry about that. That's, I'll take care of that. And we get there, got there. This was just one of, of, of a lot of revivals we had. And we got there. Uh, the people in the home community wasn't very anxious about it. And then here drives up Pete Ritson and Ginger. And I forgot who else they'd drive up there on the mountain that we couldn't get to come to church here. Walked in. Spirit of the Lord fell. And boy, I know Dad was wanting that pulpit. And, and, and no more experience than I had. I thought maybe I could say something other too. And here Freddie Dobbs jumps out and starts preaching. Up and down the aisle he goes a preaching uh, I, I couldn't tell you what he said, but it, all of a sudden he jerked his coat off, throwed it down on the floor, and he started dancing on his coat, and Pete got saved. And next night or two, Ginger got saved. Next night, I don't know, I, I don't know how many got saved in that, but I want to tell you something. They was people praying and fasting. And uh, I thought all Christians, uh, I don't do too much of it anymore. Well, I wish I could. I really do. I wish that my body was, was that, to be able to do it again, Brother Dan, like I used to do it. There was never a week went by until there was sometime. And that week we had fasted sometimes and sometimes considerable times, Brother Matthew. Amen. And so, if it bothers you about somebody being lost, if it bothers you about somebody going to hell, and it bothers you about somebody having to suffer, suffer, and, and no victory, I'll tell you what, you need, you need to get alone with the Lord. Say, God, my old heart's got hard. I don't love people like I should love them. Amen. <laughs>
Whew. Anybody got anybody here today that, uh, it, I mean, it takes, a, it takes a triple glory spell to make you really feel good about them. <laughs> Amen. Anybody here still in the flesh know what I'm talking about? It's not an easy thing. Amen. To have shingles. Huh? No. Amen. Affliction. Sometimes it, it's, it's flesh. Sometimes it's mental. Sometimes it's uh, resources. Whatever it is. But they're to bring us to the place before God that we can get before God. We can humble ourselves and God will hear us and do things for us. We're not crying out, give us a crown of glory. We're not crying out, amen, uh, uh, to, you know, all that, what have you. But we're crying out, oh, God, do help us. I've got grandchildren. I've got great-grandchildren. Amen. They're brilliant. <laughs> Smart enough to be lost. You understand? Did you hear what I said? Smart enough to be lost. Amen. One of our, one of our dear preachers years ago, it uh, uh, was was a very model, very model. I mean, very model. And uh, uh, went went back to school. And when she went back to school, and uh, and the next time she got in pulpit, she never talked about the Lord no more. She started talking about the professor. She started talking about her class. She started about talking about the scope of her class and the substance of the class. Until she just quit going to church. And she was a starling. And I hope in this hour, if it takes affliction, and if it takes tribulation to get our attention, to bring us back to the place where we desire, people get saved. It was, I was talking about F.W. Boromir a while ago. I've got some more things to say about him in the next little while sometime. But uh, he, he was acclaimed by the literary uh, world, one of the most expressive writers they were. Brother Bart, you know what he said? He said, after the Sunday night service, he said, the thing that would thrill me above everything I've been acclaimed is just one sinner to fall in the altar. Just one sinner to come to the altar. Amen. If, if in your lifetime, whatever it taken for you to suffer, but in the end, somebody got saved. It's worth the world. And there's no place that uh, we could find in this world would have a greater pleasure. And you led somebody to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I may suffer affliction. And pain may be mine. But the Lord said he would go with me. And that he would be my guide. Oh, the darkness finds me crying 
I know morning will bring a smile. Give me trials, give me tests. I'll rise above them after a while. After a while, I'll rise to be with the Lord. After a while, all glad praises of victory I'll sing. I may tremble and I may falter as I trod these weary miles. But give me grace to overcome. I'll rise above them. You'll get up. You'll rise. You'll do right. Because it's God in you. It's God in you. Amen. Suppose a man fell seven times. Don't matter if he got up every seventh time. Uh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Stand with me.